entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. I didn't come to Congress to be silent. I came to Congress to be their voice. And my leadership and voice will not be diminished if I am not on this committee for one term. My voice will get louder and stronger, and my leadership will be celebrated around the world as it has been. So take your vote or not. I am here to stay, and I am here to be a voice against harms around the world and advocate for a better world. Can't even speak this thing, but sounds like the migrants at the Watson Hotel. I ain't leaving. And then um, her anti-Semitic friends, AOC and Talib. I mean, real anti-Semites. They're like, yeah, they're crying. Talib was crying. You can't remove her. <sighs> God, I hate these people. I don't hate the strong word, but I hate them. I really hate them. I hate Talib. I hate AOC. I hate Omar. They are everything that is wrong with this world, with this country, all of it. They're low lives. And then you get this racist Corey Bush, another loser, yelling and screaming. Omar's removal from Foreign Affairs Committee is because of Islamophobia. Racism. That's all they do. So this uh, Corey Bush, she's black, she's a racist, low life. Talib and Omar And then, uh, oh, here's a good one. Eric Swalwell. Me yelling and screaming, too, about all this stuff. So it's quite a uh, group of folks, which brings me to this. I'll get to this promo at the end of the segment, guys. Calm down. Jesus. uh, We've had a great show already. Curtis Sliwa was terrific. Darren Ravel, great. Joe Tacopina. Jania Butler. But the guy you really want to talk to. When it comes to anti-Semitism and all these issues, well, how Jews are treated around the world is Dove Heikind. And what better day to bring Dove back than today? Dove Heikind, I have a feeling you are not all that upset with the removal of Elon Omar from the House Committee. Yeah, Sid, I, uh, I concur with you on everything you said right to the point about some of these other characters. Uh, you know... There need to be consequences for anti-Semitism. I mean, you and I remember when Nancy Pelosi was going to pass a resolution uh, after uh, Ilhan Omar indulged in all those anti-Semitic tropes. They were going to pass a resolution condemning her, but they ended up not doing that. They condemned everything in the world, but not her. And that was a couple of years ago. So this is a you know, this is wonderful. Uh, I, I have all the praise in the world for McCarthy for doing the right thing, the Speaker and the Republican Party, because, uh, and, uh, you know, and I got to tell you this, I am so sick, you know, women of color, we're going after women of color uh, because she's a Muslim. I don't give a darn what her religion is. I don't give a darn what the color of her skin is. I give a darn if you're a freaking anti-Semite. That's what I care about. But using this, 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 these lines each and every time when someone indulges in hate, if they happen to be of color, oh, that's why we're going after them. That is ridiculous. Well, I mean, we're hearing that right now with this Tyree Nichols situation. Believe me when I tell you, though, that there's a lot of folks that are really upset 
that they're black cops and not white cops because now you can't use racism. Now you can demonize the police, which they love doing. Oh, the cops hate black people, which is really stupid. And, and by the way, statistically not true. I mean, I will say this for a very small percentage of people in this country. Black people commit more than half the amount of crime. So you can understand why every now and then there'd be a mistake or an incident. This was black cops on a black guy, and they're still yelling and screaming. It's just, you know, there's, there's, no, there's no rationale. There's no, they don't, people don't sit down and try to figure out exactly what's going on. If they can scream racism or hate, whatever it is, they tend to do that right away because that ends any discussion. In the meantime, the Democrat Party are the biggest racists and anti-Semites and all these things they accuse us of. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. Look, this uh, case with the cops, uh, you know, there's been reaction, but not the kind of reaction we've had when white cops are involved in doing something wrong. Look, I, you know, I've always been the greatest supporter of the police. They are the front line. Without them, you know, civilization is over. And there are bad apples, just like there are bad apples, bad doctors, uh, bad politicians and bad everything else. There are cops who shouldn't be on the police force. But it it is interesting that each of the people that were suspended, not suspended, fired, the five police officers are all black. You didn't get the same reaction, Sid, because they were all black. What are you going to yell? Racism? Right. You can't yell racism if all the cops are black and the victim is black. And and again, the truth is there are millions of interactions a day. Millions. Don't think about every town, every city, every state in this country. Millions of interactions between cops and civilians. And every now and then you get a George Floyd, who, by the way, was a lowlife, a complete lowlife. Not that he deserved to die, but a lowlife. Well, you get what we had with Tyree Nichols, and they're very quick to demonize, but we need reform, and they're no good. I mean, I had a young lady in here today who I love desperately. She's a beautiful lady, bright lady, who really buys into blacks are being hunted in this country. That is statistically untrue, and by the way, a very, very scary narrative. You you know, when people talk this way, you know, that uh, black people are the targets, uh, you would think it's the South uh, 50, 60, 70 years ago uh, or more. I mean, it is so preposterous. Is there racism? Is there hate? Is there anti-Semitism? Yes, there will always be. But the world has changed so much. But there are people within the black community, the liberal community, the radical left wing of the Democratic Party. They need to be able to point their venom at someone. And, you know, doing it against police officers, doing it against white people is something that fits their narrative. I mean, it's 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 really sad what's going on. It's uh, but you know what? It was a great moment seeing uh Seeing Omar, you know, kicked off the Foreign Affairs Committee. Well, she says she's not leaving. Again, forgive me for saying this, but these women, I mean, all of them, AOC, Tlaib, shed tears. Well, why were they all shedding tears? Why, Why do they have to shed tears? I mean, you know, I mean, it was unbelievable. But you know what? It was a pleasure watching them. Yeah, no, I actually want to play. Phil or Lou or somebody, they'll come in here, play number four. Dove Hyken just talked about uh, shedding tears, AOC. But folks that haven't heard this, this is Rashida Tlaib on the House floor yesterday. You have to hear this reaction to Omar being removed. It was so gross. Get play it, Phil. Where are the free speech? 
speech warriors today. The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are, really. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time and has expired. Omar, the gentlewoman's so time has expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. You the, belong the gentlewoman is no longer. Now, she's yelling and screaming and crying. Mind you, Rashida Tlaib is the same lady. Folks, you need to hear this. That when she was asked about 9-11, said, and I quote, some people did some things. Unbelievable. It's, uh, Sid, unbelievable. This whole group uh, with AOC and uh, Corey Bush, and there's a whole group of them, uh, they hate this country. They really do. Uh, this country, not perfect, no country's perfect, but this is the place, Sid, that everyone in the world wants to come to. I mean, these members of Congress make it sound like we are, we are the pits. America is the worst place in the world. But everybody's trying to get in. Everybody from every nation of the world. Where do you want to go to the United States of America? And, and these crocodile tears, free speech. By the way, uh, there is no free speech on college campuses for those who express support for the state of Israel. These members of Congress do not talk about free speech for those who defend the right of Israel to exist. But they choose their free speech when it involves the kind of anti-Semitism. I mean, this whole group is the same. They're the same boat. They hate Israel with a passion. The only country in the world that has a BDS movement, boycott, divest, sanction. One country in the world, Sid. The people of Israel, the Jewish state, there's no BDS directed against China, against Russia, against any other nation of the world except the state of Israel. And they stand up and they're proud to be part of the BDS movement, which is an anti-Semitic movement. You know, you talk about there's no free speech on college campuses. We found out a couple of days ago, Dove Hiking, that SUNY, about 65 SUNY schools, maybe 64, uh, here in New York, the State University of New York, some of these very fine institutions, my nephews and nieces went to Binghamton, some went to Albany. Anyway, long story short, uh, there is no free speech. They're mandating diversity, not equality, but equity, and a whole bunch of social activism, all this garbage, garbage that is ruining our youth. That's mandated, but you're right. Yeah. That ain't yeah. free speech, right, though? That ain't free speech. Yeah, exactly. Look, we need... Uh DeSantis to lead America. I really mean it because they try to pull that stuff in, as you know, in Florida, and DeSantis dealt with it, uh, uh, and and it's just out of control everywhere. Uh, it's just a sad commentary. And all I can say to people out there, you got to stand up and speak out and demand that your elected officials speak strongly and unequivocally when it comes to this nonsense, absolute unequivocal nonsense. Last week, I know you got a bunch of uh, folks together gathered outside the Manhattan criminal court. We just had Joseph Takapina on talking about this, this guy, Mark Pomerantz and Alvin Bragg and the rest of these clowns. But you're out there supporting Joey Borgen, who suffered a vicious attack, a Jewish man, a while ago. How did that uh, rally go last Thursday, and has anything good happened since? Well, it's an ongoing battle, Sid. You know, uh, it's, uh, you know we got to win the war. These are battles. Uh, the case is, uh, you know, it schleps and drags in the criminal justice system. You know, this happened almost two years ago, and it's going to continue to drag. And we just need to speak out. Look, do I have much hope with Bragg? i got to be honest, not really. 
But nonetheless, I will be there each and every time to to speak out, stand up, whether it's Joey Borgen or anyone else. Joey Borgen could have been any one of us. The only thing, the only sin that he committed, Sid, that day in May of 2021, was walking the streets with a yarmulke when this group of hoodlums, Jew haters, chased him, attacked him. They didn't know Joey Borgen. They never met the guy. They didn't know what his views were on anything. But you know what? He was a Jew. That yarmulke, that yarmulke identified him that he needs to be attacked. I'll tell you what. I tell my, uh, my friends, the guys are friends. I say, Yo, tough guys. I go, what a yarmulke. Just so somebody messes with you, then kick their ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we need a lot of kicking of you know why. <laughs> I know uh, we do. Yeah. Especially uh, today with uh, Shabbos, of course, starting tonight. Uh, I've had the... Really the honor, me, Danielle, Gabe, and Ava, of having a Shabbos dinner at your beautiful home on Long Island. It really was a wonderful, wonderful night. And uh, you're a great man. You were, you were a great uh, uh, political leader for the better part of four decades in Borough Park, Assemblyman. And uh, your voice today may be bigger than ever. So please keep talking, Dove Hiken. Sid, Sid, we got to bring you back and the family, back to Woodmere. People in the community, when they hear that you were here, they say, why didn't you invite us? Why weren't we there? So uh, we're going to invite you back and have an amazing weekend and involve people in the community. you got so many fans out here in the five towns. i got to tell you, when I'm on your show... That's what we talk about in Shul. That's great. Day. That's great. Well, listen, I've got history in the five towns. I was Bob Mitford in uh, Lawrence, Long Island, Beth David, many years ago. My two sisters were married in uh, Cedarhurst, in Wood, uh, and we had an affair in Woodmere. So we've got uh, long history with the beautiful five towns out on Long Island. My, my cousin, Normie Robbins, had his band, Burton's Glen, on Washington Avenue, Glen Burton. So we go way back. But I love wow. you, and this is a great job you did today, and, and continue to come back on the program. And thank you so much, Joe Pike, and you're Thanks a great man. Thanks for having me to have a beautiful Shabbat, everyone. You too. Good Shabbos uh, to you too, my friend. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.